0: What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the latest edition of the Nothing But Nugs podcast. In this episode, Mike and I talk about the Brooklyn Nets acquiring James Harden and what our takes are on super teams as a whole. And we also get into a little analysis on the six and seven Denver Nuggets. Take it easy. So right after we talked last week, we saw... Another super team get
1: formed. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, in, in the uh, the Brooklyn Nets, obviously picked up James Harden. Um, you know, lost a couple of their their key role huh. guys. Um, but yeah, what do you, what do you think? I mean, this this obviously makes the Brooklyn Nets better, right?
1: Yeah, I think it it makes the the Nets better obviously it like mortgages a lot of the future um, for, you know, short term potential success. Uh, I really rate Jared Allen, um, as well as Karis Levert. Um, So it's, I don't know, it's, it's kind of one of those like philosophical things where I don't know how I would feel if I was a Brooklyn Nets fan and they made that happen, even though it's asinine to say that I wouldn't want to have like Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving and James Harden on my team,
0: you know? Yeah, absolutely. I think with losing Allen, obviously he's a prolific shot blocker. um, And then Levert's kind of one of those guys that can come off the bench and score, you know, 25 points a night, um, it's just a really good score. But, you know, when you have three, you know, bona fide superstars, I think we're looking at, you know, in a playoff scenario, two out of those three players are going to be on the court at all times, which is crazy scary. But yeah, I agree with you. Um, it, You know, with Katie being 32, Harden being 31, Kyrie 28, and giving up some of your younger pieces for, you know, to form this super team, they're clearly wanting to win titles right now um, over the next couple of years. So let me ask you this. Do you think this, obviously time will tell, but do you think this is the best, this could be the best
1: team we've ever seen, the best super team? No, um, I don't. I don't think these three pieces work together. Uh, Time will tell. Kyrie, if he misses the game on Tuesday, will have missed basically 10% of the season, just like because he wanted to. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's no evidence that these guys can play together, uh, that there's enough shots for all of them, or ball. Uh, Obviously, Harden looked amazing. Uh, in his debut the other night. Um, <clears throat> but that was with only two people out of their three, you know, sucking up the oxygen on the court. Uh, so, yeah, I'm I'm really interested to see the experiment. Um, to me, the Lakers are still the favorite to win the title. Yeah,
0: I might disagree with you there, but I do agree that I don't think this is the best team ever. Obviously, the 2018 Warriors, you had, you know, three, three superstars. If you put Clay in the, in the if you label Clay as a superstar, but then you also had um, some really good role players, and Draymond Green, who's just out there to play defense, be a nuisance, um, and then guys like Sean Livingston and uh, Andre Iguodala off the bench, who are really good role players, really good passers. Um, so I, I think Brooklyn is missing out on that, but, you know, with the big three in Brooklyn, I think you do, you do have three guys who at different times in their career have been the best player in this league um, with, you know, uh, Kyrie being that when, um, when they kind of overtook the Warriors a few years back in Cleveland. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I think, I think they're just, I mean, the other night you mentioned, um, they also barely beat, you know, the Orlando magic who aren't a great team. (laughs) So I, I think. But they're playing,
1: but they're playing great team basketball. And that is, you know, I think that's like, that's the crux of it. You know, that is, um, actually, you know, my husband, Sam and I had this like, philosophical debate. And he's not a sports guy at all. But um, last night was when he found out about the Harden trade. And he like asked me to explain it. And we ended up talking for like 25 minutes about sports. And essentially, the the question that kind of started it off was, well, if you think that they're now the best team, and they can just do that and form that team and then win, like, does that make watching sports less fun for you? Like, does that make you, you know, if you don't think your ch- your team has a chance to beat them, you know, does like, what does that do for for you as a fan? And I thought that was like a really interesting thing. Like, how? what's your, like, take all the basketball um, aside, you know, and just look at it. Like, you know, you're a Nuggets fan and you see this team go out and trade for, you know, not just, like, a former MVP, but, like, he's been in the top three in MVP bo- voting for the last, what, four or five years? Like, yeah. like this isn't a flash-in-the-pan guy in James Harden. Like, he's legitimately reshaped the way the, that basketball has been played, and now he is on a team with two other Max players in in KD and Kyrie. Like, w- what is your reaction to the fact that, like, that can just happen in basketball? <laughs>
0: It's funny you ask my take as a Nuggets fan, because I haven't even thought of that once. And we have a Nuggets podcast. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I don't care as a Nuggets fan. Like, I want every team and player to, like, be the best version of themselves. And then I want the Nuggets to beat them. Like, that's where I'm at as a Nuggets fan and as an NBA fan in general. Like, the Brooklyn Nets getting hardened, I think it's really cool for the sport. You know, I maybe, um, you know, Jill and I watch the NBA quite a bit, almost every night, you know, if it's on NBA TV or ESPN or TNT. Um, but, you know, this would make me go out of my way for when, you know, those three are back playing together. Like, I'm going to pencil in those nights to watch. Um, And I can't wait till the Nuggets play them. Actually, I don't even know if we play them. Do we play them again?
1: Yeah, we'll play them at
0: home. Um, Okay. I wasn't sure with the shortened season if we miss out on
1: some of those um, East. uh, Yeah, I I believe we still have a home and away with all the Eastern teams. Okay, cool.
0: No, I think it's good. And, you know, this team, the the Nets can be – yeah, maybe this is going to be one of the best NBA teams ever. Um, but as a fan, like, I think it's just going to be more fun to watch. What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I, I'm with I'm with you. I don't, like, I, I just basically told Sam kind of exactly what you said. And I think I said that, like, on our first pod, too, talking about the Nuggets. Uh, I just want the Nuggets to be the best version of themselves and, you know, I, I want to root for, I like continuity, I like roster building, even if it doesn't ultimately lead to a title as only one team can win every year and, you know, shoot, they just paired Anthony Davis and LeBron together for three seasons, you know, last season. So we still have two more seasons of LeBron and AD before we can even get out of our conference, uh, let alone getting to the super team nets, you know, in the in the other side. So, I, I, I think it's great. Um, I, I think that it's kind of dumb. Like to me, it just doesn't make sense basketball wise. And I guess, you know, that's why I don't get paid like a million dollars to coach these guys. Um, and maybe it's good that they have a guy like Steve Nash, you know, who's not a real coach per se, like (laughs) not, not to say that he's not a real coach, but like he doesn't, he's not set in his ways. He's not, you know, like you couldn't do that to, uh, to pop, you know, you couldn't give him those three guys and expect him to, you know, have it to, to coach them. But, but maybe this, maybe this all works for Nash, but yeah, I, I think it's good. Um, but I just think it's kind of dumb. Um, but you know, we'll see. And, you know, as far as like, I'll probably try and watch more. With the games every other night, like with nuggets games every other night i'm I'm finding like it's hard for me to watch basketball on those off nights because I got other stuff i wanna do or or other shows i wanna watch or whatever um so I admittedly have not watched as much of the rest of the league um in the last couple of weeks. there's just a lot going on in the world and and sometimes the n b a is not the medicine uh that I need, especially when we have a uh a nuggets team that can't seem to uh can't seem to put it together Uh, before we kind of get off this topic of like super teams and like in trading away young pieces, we've had Mike out for, uh, for two weeks now, apparently it's going to be at least another four or five days. Um, And we've kind of seen the roster come together without him. Your thoughts Mm -hmm. like what if the Nuggets made a move and they moved MPJ I, I don't know who you could get. Uh, I think the time for trading for Bradley Beal was unfortunately before the season started. And now that he's, you know, the highest rated player in the league and like all those like metrics and whatnot, uh, that price tag has gone up, especially after other super team, uh, other players, you know, superstars have been traded for with, you know, shoot, if Giroux is four first rounders, dear God, what is Bradley Beal at his prime? Um <laughs> But but what do you think about moving on from Mike uh, at this point? Are you would you be like I've my needle has moved from like he can't be traded to like I'm almost like, okay maybe this dude just isn't going to work out for us. Uh, And I'm not saying that like for sure, for sure. But I think the doubts have started to creep into my head. What do you think?
0: You know, I think there's only a couple of guys in the league that I would move him for. And mainly because I am, as a Nuggets fan, I love the team-building aspect. Like, if I... It, it's funny, because we were just talking about, you know, hard, Harden going to the Nets. Um, I wouldn't like that. Like, I didn't want us to get James Harden, even though he is, you know, clearly a top-five player in the league. I just love... The, the team building aspect, and, and real quick, we were talking about the super teams, um you know, if with the Lakers and the Nets right now being, having, you know, five combined five of the top ten players in the league, I think it'll just make it that much more special if a team like the Nuggets, the Heat, Milwaukee, um, pacers. Can, pacers, can sneak in there and win a title, like, it just makes it Almost like double as impressive if if a team can do that. Um, but back to your question about Mike, I I would I mean the things I would do for Brad Beal to be on <laughs> hits, like and I and we've been talking about that for like three years too. Is like how perfect he would be with Jokic and Jamal too. Like I wouldn't give up Jamal or Jokic, obviously. Um, I think if you got Brad Beal, like, that's a big three that, like, makes sense, um, works together. You know, I, I don't know what else I could say about it. But, yeah, as far as moving Mike, like, I, I would defi- definitely move him for Beal. Um, I would have to look at some of the other guys available in the league. But I don't know. I, he's so young and has such a high ceiling that I want to – I want to give it, you know, another year and see what what can happen. This the past 2 weeks have been weird. Um it I don't know if he's like not taking COVID seriously and therefore like now he's out, you know, he's going to be out over 3 weeks when it's all said and done. Um so that's like very disheartening and and meanwhile like the Nuggets are losing games where if we had him, they'd probably be winning. So yeah it's it's just a bad look
1: i would maybe push back on that i i honestly don't i i don't think we can say with certainty that the nuggets would have won those games if he's around like he hasn't been he hasn't been a plus in most of the games this season when he was when he scored the 30 points i believe he was in minus 11 um so yeah i i don't know i think some of the red-pilled anti-vaxxer you know no mask stuff has kind of started to wear on me especially in light of everything that's like going on and you know in the world with hospitals filling up and everything and then you just got this guy who all he has to do is like you know not say the stuff that's like objectively wrong and just like learn how to play basketball uh with these guys and and can't keep himself on the court. Like it's, it takes a special person to get COVID twice. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I I do think he, I do think he would have made a difference in those games just because of how many small ball lineups we've seen. Like we're, we're still seeing PJ Dozier playing the four, which is just outrageous. Um, We saw a couple games ago, a four point guard lineup with, Monte PJ, um, Faku and Jamal all all on the court at the same time. That was so, a disaster. Yeah, it did not go well. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely think he would have made an impact in, in some of these close games. Um, but yeah, let's move on to the nuggets and what what's going on? So we are we're six and seven. We are yet to be above five hundred. We're eleventh in the West. Um, I believe we are zero and three in close games, which is very unlike us over the last two
1: years. Yeah. Um. Well, I got I got like one one thing that I kind of started thinking about last night. That's a big difference in those close games is. Paul Millsap is not playing in the fourth quarter Yep, and we've gotten so many good stops, um, throughout the last few years on, um, you know, on last, you know, last few minute possessions or whatever, uh, with him in there that said, Paul Millsap is not doing any of those things in the first three quarters, uh, that he, that he'd been doing. Um, so I think they're just really missing that, and I guess the organization's hope is that Jermichael Green can be kind of that steady guy that doesn't do anything wrong, that keeps people in good positions, and grabs those important rebounds and and hits those important shots. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely you know there's definitely something there. Uh, that and, and Will's defense, uh, especially team defense, has just really fallen off the rails. Yeah. No, the, f- the first thing
0: I have here is closing group. Like, that's my first note with the Nuggets. And I completely agree. I was thinking about it last night. Um, Millsap hasn't closed out in any of those kind of three close losses we've had. He hadn't, he did not play in the fourth quarter at all. Um, and I, and I just thought of this analogy. I think I think Mike Malone is kind of like Tony LaRussa in himself. <laughs> like just overthinking it. You know, Tony LaRussa kind of famous for like
1: D-wise, I'm gonna change
0: yeah. my I'm gonna change my pitcher, like every single batter. Um but yeah, uh, I I don't know. Yeah, we've seen like Jamichael played last night up in the fourth quarter up until like three and a half minutes. Well, left he was, then... he
1: was gassed. That was just a bad, if, yeah. if he needed to close, he needed to rest. If, if yep. you needed Jamal to play 11 minutes in the fourth quarter or 10 minutes with a bum elbow on a shooting hand on a shooting arm, then he needs to rest earlier in the game. Like, like these, these guys that have to close are not getting the amount of rest that they need. And I don't care how many times Jamal says he wants to play 40 minutes a game. You can't tell me that when we're still in like the teens, as far as like games played, that it's important that Jamal Murray play forty minutes. Like, you just can't. That's just not yeah. true. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's the the lineups have not been good. Um, it's it's and it's weird. Like we went from bull bull started you know two and three games ago, and then he's out of the rotation again today, like or last night. I mean, like what? Why can he not take some of those minutes? Like it doesn't matter. Like if if you're gonna lose when when the starters are out anyways or stay even, what is why like then just let the starters at least get rest so they can come back? They'd continue to run out of steam at the end of games. Yeah. And that I think that's I, another of the big differences.
0: Yeah, I, I'm 100 percent with you. The rotations have been all over the place. I think last night, you know, the Nuggets, it looked like they were going to close with like Monte, Jamal, PJ, Jamichael, and Jokic. And then all of a sudden, with like two and a half minutes left, um, we sub Gary and Will back in. But there's just no, there was no, clearly no flow in the offense whatsoever. I mean, on either end of the floor um, to close out the game. But yeah, I'm with you. I would love to see some of these. Guys later on, or, you know, further down the bench, get some more clock. Um, clearly, Jamal was gassed. Uh, Jamichael was gassed. Um, I think maybe even PJ as well, because he had been playing since, like, the middle of the third quarter. So none of it's making any sense. But, um, I, you know, Malone. Malone's trying some things out, and... Um, I, I still think he'll get there eventually, but I don't know. It's been, it's been a pretty frustrating start to the season in my opinion.
1: Yeah. I mean, we're, we're at like wasting Jokic's prime now. Like that's, that's where we are. Like Jokic, we didn't know it. We did not know it when, before the season, but we all of a sudden are thrust into Jokic's prime Um He's playing the best basketball of anyone in the anyone basically in the league. Like him and Bradley Beal have taken leaps beyond what anyone thought they could do this season. Um, Jokic's defense has been incredible, and then I mean, like the the offensive numbers like speak for themselves. It, it's yeah. it's getting worrisome. Like like that's how you push away your superstars.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like I mentioned, the Nuggets are six and seven. I think if we win last night, it's almost like, I think our attitudes are almost a 180. Oh oh, yeah, it it wipes,
1: if we win last night, it wipes the the slate clean and we're seven and six going into a tough stretch where we'll probably go 500, but still be above 500. Now it's like, I don't even have the confidence to think we're going to go 500 over these next four or five games. And we're already in eleventh.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I I agree. We're also um, I also agree that we're wasting you know these incredible Jokic games. I think he's moved up to like second or third and like the MVP odds. So clearly, the basketball world is taking notice. And yeah, we 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 really got to start winning at some point with the with the shortened season this year. Yeah. So coming up this week, we have the Thunder and the Suns twice. Um, you know, I would love to go 3-0. and The Suns are, are playing really well. Um, but yeah, once again, I think it's really just down to the Nuggets and whether they can put out that best version of themselves that we've been talking about. Yeah. All righty, bro. I think... That'll do it for a pod. Um, Everyone enjoy your week and take care.
1: All right. Later, Nuggets Nation. Peace.